This edition of Outcasting will begin in a few moments. Like all public radio stations, WDFH depends on financial support from our listeners. Please visit WDFH.org and click on Donate to make your tax-deductible gift. Shows like this can't be done without your support. Thanks, and now, Outcasting. This is Outcasting, the Lower Hudson River Valley's only youth-run radio show dealing with LGBTQ struggles, triumphs, lifestyles, and favorite melodies, where you don't have to be queer to be here. Outcasting is a production of Westchester Public Radio, WDFH-FM 90.3 in Austin, New York, and on the net at WDFH.org. Hi, I'm Travis. Today we're joined by Ryan Casada, a transgender singer-songwriter. Transgender is an identity of a person whose gender identity is not aligned with their sex assigned at birth and or whose gender expression is non-conforming. Gender is a social construct based on a group of emotional, behavioral, and cultural characteristics attached to a person's assigned biological sex. Gender can be understood to have several components, including gender orientation, gender identity, gender expression, and gender role. We've just heard Val Song by Ryan Casada. Ryan was given the Harvey Milk Memorial Award for his tireless work at his own high school to improve conditions for gender-variant students. His work includes the EP, Distraction, and the full-length album, The Theme of Humankind. Thank you for joining us, Ryan. Thank you for having me. Excellent. So what were conditions like at your school that you started to change them? I had problems with the bathrooms. Um, I didn't know which bathroom I could use. I struggled with what name would be in the yearbook, even though my name was legally changed to Ryan. And also, I had some bullying, not much, which my school handled very well. So what kind of bullying was it? Was it like name-calling, physical bullying, harassment? The, the bullying that I experienced in high school was more along the lines of harassment. However, I wasn't bullied much at all, maybe just a couple of times. Mm-hmm. 
So what were you doing to deal with the bullying? What did you do to deal just with negative attitudes? I always reported any bullies to my school administration, and they always handled it well. So I, I never had to take anything into my own hands, and I've never been in a fight. Do you think that's just the best thing to do for kids who are bullied? Yeah, definitely talk to administration, and if administration's not doing anything, you should talk to your school social worker. And if your school won't do anything, you should talk to some outside people, maybe the gay center. Mm-hmm. How can schools be more trans-inclusive, even without transgender students? Um, gay Straight Alliance Club should cover it in their meetings, educate people. And also, I go around speaking to schools and make the schools trans-inclusive after, you know, I talk there. What kind of thing do you talk about when you go to schools? My presentation includes my coming out story and also how I won the Harvey Milk Memorial Award with the changes I made in my high school. And I also play some original songs to explain my transition. I also show a video on gender dysphoria that I made, which you can see on YouTube. This video allows the students to understand what it's like to be a transgender boy and the inner struggles. Mm -hmm. You talk about your struggles growing up, uh, knowing that you're trans or realizing that you're trans. So what's, what's that like? I always knew that I was different. I didn't exactly know that I was transgender until I was 14 and I met a transgender person. From an early age, I did struggle with clothing and the games I wanted to play. And my parents, you know, just totally dissing my ideas. Uh, I think when I was about seven years old, my dad took me to go sign up for baseball. I thought, you know, that I would be signing up for baseball. And he signed me up for softball. And I said, no, I want to play baseball, you know, with the boys. And he said, no, girls play softball. You have to, you know, you have to play softball. And I just kept fighting him. You know, I want to play baseball. <laughs> and, of course, you know, I ended up playing softball. I was always a tomboy, always wearing a backwards hat, and my parents would always tell me, you know, you have to wear your hat forwards. Girls can't wear their hats backwards. And then in middle school, I struggled with some bullying based on how I was dressing, which was very tomboyish. And, you know, the other students didn't really understand. I didn't understand. And the other students just made fun of me for how I was dressing because it wasn't the, you know, the normal thing to dress like. Yeah, it just sounds like gender stereotypes are a really big issue with kids and parents, really. So you mentioned that when you met a trans person for the first time, things kind of snapped. How did that work? Was it like an explosion in your mind? When I met this trans person, it was like a light bulb went, out, went off. I never knew that being transgender existed. I didn't know that you could change your gender. So when I met him, I realized that I could too change my gender and that I could be comfortable. How vital do you think it is having trans people out there and able to meet kids who may be trans? I think the more people that are out, the better. Just one person that comes out, even if they only come out to their family, they just taught their whole family about being transgender. And then if they come out in school, they just taught a thousand kids about being transgender. So it's, I think it's very important to be out and also to meet other trans people. A couple years ago, I met two trans kids from YouTube, and we put together meetups in New York City with like 40 trans people. 
which was great to meet, you know, so many trans people. And then, you know, you won't feel alone anymore, Mm -hmm. which is great. When you were coming out to your parents, what was that like? Coming out to my dad was easy because I was, like, more comfortable when I told him he was the last to know. And when I came out to my mom, I was very nervous, and she didn't take it so well. And it it took her a very long time to come around. Mm -hmm. And what was it like coming out to friends? Coming out to friends was easy. Most of my friends were waiting for me to tell them, you know, it it was sort of obvious. Did you first come out as being trans, or did you use some other label? Uh, Before coming out as trans, I identified as a lesbian, which, you know, wasn't really a big deal to any of my friends or family. So what advice would you have for trans youth with coming out? Should they first start with baby steps like identifying as a lesbian or as gay before transitioning? Sexuality and gender don't really have anything to do with each other. You don't need to come out as anything but trans before coming out as trans. Yeah. You know, there are trans guys that like boys, so they would be considered straight, so they wouldn't really come out as anything besides trans when they do. But my advice to trans youth that are planning to come out soon, definitely find the local gay center, find support there, and before you come out, if you are questioning how your parents will take it, Find a friend that you could stay with in case your parents react negatively. You've had a long relationship with the mainstream media, and how do you feel about its portrayal of the LGBTQ community? I was on Larry King, Tyra Banks, and I've been in a couple of magazines um, and some newspapers. I've had you know trouble with TV because they aren't very educated. And then there was another a magazine that I was in, Closer Magazine for England, and they just definitely were not educated at all and sort of made it like a freak thing instead of an educational thing. Do you uh, plan on continuing your activism now that you're no longer in high school, or do you just continue that with speeches and your music? After I graduated high school, I was able to do a lot more. When I was in high school, I was sort of restricted. I couldn't go to any other schools because it would be during school time. And I would have to miss school if I was to do something. So it would be limited with how much school I could miss and how many things I could do. But now that I'm out of school, I'm able to speak at a high school every week and play a concert whenever I want and play festivals and, you know, be more visible. And really, it's just it's helped me not being in school well, graduating school. We're talking with Ryan Casada, a transgender singer-songwriter who was given the Harvey Milk Memorial Award for his tireless work at his own high school to improve conditions for gender-variant students. So, how do you write your music? Do you sit in a room and listen and just sit with a guitar and play? Where does your muse come from? When I, I Sometimes I just feel like I have to write a song at this exact time, and I go and I write one, and it It just flows out of me. It's not something I really have to sit down and think about. It's more, it just like flows out of me. And it's like, almost like someone else is inside of me writing the song. And it just, you know, comes out so smoothly and fast. I'm always curious, do you write lyrics first? Do you write music first? Or is it just all together? Sometimes I'll start singing a random melody with lyrics and I'll just add the guitar And then sometimes I have like a cool guitar part or chord progression and I'll just add the lyrics over it 
Usually I know what I'm going to be writing about, though, before I start writing the song or the music. Mm -hmm. With your musicianship, did that kind of come from a struggle with your gender dysphoria, or did it kind of ease it as like a, would it start as a muse, really? Well, um, I started playing music when I was six or seven, and that's long before I knew my sexuality, I knew my gender. So really it was just a hobby at first, and it turned into a passion over time. Now I write songs about being transgender. Sometimes, you know, it's not the main focus of my music. I write a lot of songs about equality, like my song Hands of Hate. I wrote that just so that people would be more educated and also just because all the bullying and the harassment and the hate crimes and the killings and the suicides of gay trans people have really affected me and hurt me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll listen to that song now, Hands of Hate.
Alrighty, so that song was just Hands of Hate, which you said is about the recent gay suicides and all of that sort of thing. So you said it affected you very deeply. What kind of feelings did you feel as you heard about all these suicides that kept going on? Every time another suicide happens and it's because of bullying, and it's so mainstream in the media now, I'm sort of angry because I can't understand how someone could bully someone for being who they are, especially when it's so in the media that people are killing themselves over it. You know, why would you want someone to die? Mm -hmm. And basically the people that are bullying are killing people. All right, so next we're going to listen to Going West. Ghostman on the top of the hill and 
joy ride back to L.A. Wind brushing our hair and the splendid kick of going nowhere. So you just heard Going West by Ryan Casada. Ryan Casada is in our studios of WDFH right now. Hi, Ryan. Hello. Alrighty, so what's Going West about? I wrote this song about the journey of being transgender. You hear in the first verse that I say, I'll have scars on my chest, I'll be running naked in the sun. And that means, you know, one day I'll go out west, get my top surgery, and, you know, then be able to be free. Mm-hmm. Can you explain what top surgery is about for those who don't know? Yeah, top surgery is just the reconstruction of the female chest to make a male-looking chest. Now we'll listen to the song Love Round the World.
tell us about Love Around the World. What makes this song special? Love Around the World is about equality and about ending the war and just really about bringing peace, love to everyone. It was another one of those songs that just poured out of me. So what musicians have inspired you musically? My favorite bands are Led Zeppelin, The Doors, T-Rex. And then I also like a lot of old school punk rock, hardcore, and emo. Mm -hmm. And then what kind of people just inspire you in general? My biggest inspiration is Harvey Milk. He graduated from my high school. And, you know, I saw the movie and I've learned a lot about him. And he really changed this country for the gay community in a positive way and I'm hoping I'm hoping to do something like that for the trans community. We've been talking with Ryan Casada here on Outcasting. Ryan is a transgender singer-songwriter who was given the Harvey Milk Memorial Award for his tireless work at his own high school to improve conditions for gender variant students. Uh, you can listen to his work at ryancasada.com, find info about him, follow him on Twitter and stuff. You can listen to his EP, Distraction, his full-length album, The Theme of Humankind. Thanks for joining us, Ryan. Thanks for having me. That's it for this edition of Outcasting, the Lower Hudson River Valley's only youth-run radio show dealing with LGBTQ struggles, triumphs, lifestyles, and favorite melodies, where you don't have to be queer to be here. If you're having trouble, whether it's at home, at school, or just with yourself, call the Trevor Hotline at 866 866- Four eight eight seven three eight six, or visit them online at thetrevorproject.org. The Trevor Project is an organization dedicated to LGBTQ youth suicide prevention. Again, the number is eight six six four eight eight seven three eight six. Being different isn't a reason to hate or hurt yourself. Outcasting is a production of Westchester Public Radio, WDFH-FM 90.3, Austin, New York, and on the net at WDFH.org. For more information on this program and a list of resources, including the Trevor Project Suicide Hotline, visit us at WDFH.org and click on Outcasting. I'm Travis. Thanks for joining us. Tune in again next time. If you enjoyed this program, please make a tax-deductible gift to WDFH. We can't do programs like this without your support. Visit WDFH.org and click on Donate. Thanks.